Hare Krishna. I welcome all to Everyday Chant Harinam Conference Call. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Prema Padmini Devi Dasi Mataji from Bangalore, India to enlighten us on verse 23, chapter 3 of Canto 6. Hare Krishna Mataji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Uh, please take over the session, Mataji. Hare Krishna, thank you. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naranchaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nasht Prayeshu Bhadrishu Nityam Bhagavat Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naistiki Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangum Langayate Girim Yatrapatamaham Vande Shri Gurum Dinatarinam Paramanandamadavam Shri Chaitanya Ishwaram Six point Srimad Bhagavatam and so 6, chapter 3, text verse 22, the matter of Yamaraja instructs his messengers. Etavan eva lokesmin, umsam dharmaha parahasmritaham, bhakti yogo bhagavati, tan nama grahanadibhi. Etavan, this much, eva, indeed, loke asmin, in this material world, umsam, of the living entities, Dharmaha, the religious principles, Paraha, transcendental, Smritaha, recognized, Bhakti Yogaha, Bhakti Yoga or devotional service, Bhagavati, to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, not to the demigods. That is Nama of the Holy Name, Grahana Adibi, beginning with chanting. Devotional service, beginning with the chanting of the Holy Name of the Lord, is the ultimate religious principle or the living entity in human society. Proposed by His Divine Grace, Sri Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. As stated in the previous verse, Dharmam Bhagavatam, real religious principles are Bhagavata Dharma. The principles described in Srimad Bhagavatam or in the Bhagavad Gita, the preliminary study of the Bhagavatam. What are these principles? The Bhagavatam says, Dharmaha Prodita Kaitavo Atta. In Srimad Bhagavatam, there is no speaking religious system. Everything in the Bhagavatam is directly connected with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Bhagavatam further says, Savai Pumsam Paro Dharmo Yato Bhaktir Adhokshaje. Supreme religion is that which, which teaches its followers how to love the Supreme Personality of Godhead was beyond the reach of experimental knowledge. Such a religious system begins with a Namagrahana, chanting of the holy name of the Lord, Travanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu Smaranam, Sevanam. After chanting the holy name of the Lord and dancing in ecstasy, one gradually sees the form of the Lord, the pastimes of the Lord and the transcendental qualities of the Lord. This way one can fully understand the situation of the personality of Godhead. 
one can come to this understanding of the Lord, how he descends into the material world, how he takes his births and what activities he performs. But one can know this only by executing devotional service. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, Kyamam Abhijanati, simply by devotional service, one can understand everything about the Supreme Lord. If one fortunately understands the Supreme Lord in this way, the result is, after giving up this material bo- his material body, he no longer has to take birth in this material world. Instead, instead <clears throat> um, he returns home back to Godhead. That is the ultimate perfection. Therefore, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 8.15, Maam Upetya Punar Janma Alayam Ashashvatam Napnuvanti Mahatmanaha Samsiddhim Paramam Gataha. After attaining me, the great souls who are yogis in devotion never return to this temporary world which is full of miseries because they have attained the highest perfection. Om Ajnana Timrandasya Gyanandam Chalakya Chakshurun Militamena Tasmai Sri Guruvenma Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Kristaya Bhutalesha Ketaya Swami Siddhani Namacharya Padayani Kaurakata Dhamdaya Nagargramdhani Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Kristaya Bhutalesha Mati Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nati Namne Namaste Saraswati Devi Nirvisesh Sunyavadi Paschata Deshtarne Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Pramunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Devotional service beginning with the chanting of the holy name what is the ultimate religious principle for the living entity in human society. So why is it so? Because the very purpose of our life is simply to re- reconnect with the Lord. That is the purpose of having come here to the material world. And that we can get only by calling out to Him. Finally, after going through so many births of forgetfulness, He has created this world so that we can forget Him. And all these religious principles that He has given is only so that because we cannot live without Him. It's not possible. Unless we have Him and some little remembrance of Him, only He can help us. And so, all religion is just to make us somehow manage our material lives. And then, when we are exhausted, finished with a you know, forgetfulness, and we really missing Krishna, no longer happy in this material world, and then Krishna very kindly gives us devotional service by which, you know, beginning with the chanting came so that we can start our journey back home, back to Godhead. And this wonderful uh, instructions given by Yamaraj, you know, to his messengers, because they didn't know, they thought Yamaraj was there. This material world, he only decides uh, how people are going to be punished. That's all they thought there was. Punishment, <laughs> nothing else. Where everybody is going to be born again, of what they were, they're going after their birth. 
all decided by Yamaraj and they thought this material world only consists of that. That their duty is to get people whoever needs to be punished and uh, then send them wherever they are supposed to be born. That Yamaraja will be sending them and beyond that they didn't know anything. So in the material world, we're all lost, you know, thinking only some temporary things. What we are. just like they have a, they had a very limited vision of what life is about based on their own experience. That is the job <coughs> they were doing. They thought that is what life was all about. And similarly, we also get so much bogged down by our temporary something, we are, our lives, our experiences that determines our world view, our life view. I think that's what life is all about. You know, if I can build a nice home and have nice cars and, uh, you know, I have nice social thing with my family, I can enjoy. I mean, that's all experience I have. That, you know, people are limited by that worldview. They think that's all there is in life. There's no, no more reason to live. And that is why when they meet with some reverses and they're not able to fulfill those, um, you know, desires or uh, what they think life is all about. Then they get so frustrated and they're very confused. Why I'm suffering? And they cannot take it. And some people take to intoxication, drug addiction, or to the extreme, this thing of even suicide. Uh, or, you know, all kinds of other things. Some people take to, um, you know, in order to fulfill their ambitions, anything, all kinds of things. Because of their limited vision. So, if we have limited vision of this material world and what life is all about, we cannot live fulfilled lives and we cannot be without committing sins also. Ignorance means we will commit sins and we will not be happy also because it, we have big dreams when small children grow to, you know, teenagers. Um, as teenagers, they have, they really think this life, see it with rosy spectacles and they think that, you know, they have big, big dreams. And then <laughs> we know that somewhere along the line, after some years, you come to realize, oh, dreams are such fantasies and real life is something else yeah. to sort of compromise. So that becomes actually Actually, those compromises, for some people, the compromises are fewer. They seem to be getting all their desires fulfilled as long as everything is going well. They have a happy philosophy for themselves. Just be happy. See, everything is fine with you. Just continue. And only when they meet with some reverses, that is when their philosophy is challenged. And then they don't know what to do. And some of them, at least, are fortunate for some spiritual enlightenment so that they can see what is the purpose of life why am I suffering and most importantly even if you are enjoying a lot why am I going to have to leave everything and go that is there, that fear is there you know even uh, this uh, Amitabh Bachchan who has got it all made for him I mean he you know all these years of course is quite old now but he's been successful throughout his life in all ways and everyone adores him even now when he's so old and so many people, he is there everywhere in all the movies and in all the advertisements, everything. He's like a guru. He has to be there, only then people will agree to buy a product. 
So if he just says something, then everybody will buy. So that is the kind of cloud and adulation he has. And he himself said that, you know, how long will this adulation and all last? One day it's all going to go away. So everybody has that fear. Now I may be enjoying, but maybe there's no problem. Major. I mean, he's had some health challenges in between and all that matter of life and death. Nobody can be without having some problem. My material life is full of uh, problems, something. But for some people, it is a little better. They are going in a Rolls Royce car, so the bumps are not felt so much. Others go in some smaller cars where you really feel the bumps. But he also felt that, you know, he was sharing. So that makes him grounded. That reality, that nothing lasts forever. And when you die, it doesn't matter what you were, whether you were the, you know, world leader or you were nothing, you were a pauper, it hardly matters. When you're dead, you're dead. And then the soul has to go somewhere. And that is what is very important. And we, everybody, whatever may be their bodies or their situations, we have to prepare for that time when your next destination is being decided. So you fulfill whatever desires there may be. You can fulfill that. You have a right. Krishna has created this world so that we will be fulfilled. and Then we can also go back to Him. So Hare Krishna Mantra affords all this. Uh, I mean, other religious practices slowly, okay, those who really, for, I mean, they really want to, they're not in any hurry to go back to God. Enjoy this material world. So, okay, you worship Krishna, you go to the temple, religious performances. But the main idea behind all those things, <clears throat> enjoy this material world without too many problems and uh, make spiritual progress also. In planetary systems to make slow progress. And there are so many who have been here for, I mean, they have gone up to the heavenly planets and still they are stuck up over there thinking our oh, life is nice, mode of goodness is quite nice. Doesn't matter if I have to take another birth, they don't mind. Uh, because mode of goodness has made them conditioned to that. So there are all kinds of living beings all around in this material world. But somehow, <clears throat> in Kali Yuga, we are very fortunate we came across this Hare Krishna Mantra. Imagine the plight of those who have they don't know about this Hare Krishna Mantra. That is the greatest misfortune. We should be so grateful that we know the Hare Krishna Mantra, which can give everything. It is the Kalpa for this age. Anything you want, you can get from the Holy Names. Because the Holy Name is non-different from Krishna. And Krishna is, yes, it can give, uh, he can give us everything. He is everything. So in the same way, the holy name is name is also an avatar of the Lord because it is non-different from Krishna. And um, so he is telling because the Yamaraja's messengers, they were so shocked. And how these Vishnu Dutas from where they appeared, who are they? And how did they have supremacy over us? This man has committed all sins and we are rightfully, we are... Uh, you know, we are correct in taking him here and how, I mean, on what pretext can they take him? 
So this was very shocking and they didn't know anything about the Holy Name, power of the Holy Name and so on. Naturally, somebody, you know, before we came to Krishna consciousness, we had so many theories, materialistic people, you know, will dissuade us from chanting here. You know, people, there are fraud people. Bagal me churi ram kanam. They will simply be, you know, very materialistic, very cruel people, but in the mouth they will be chanting. Okay, there might be some who have just started and we found a nice excuse to evade Krishna consciousness or bhakti. We made a, a you know, we laughed at those are materialists. They would have laughed at sadhus and anybody renounced people. It always found a, a source of amusement. How they can live like that? That's, uh, you know, and um, so that was another, I mean, you know, when you don't know. So they were also, they didn't know. We didn't know what is the power of the holy name. We thought, ah, what's the use of chanting? Are they pure? And we'll try to find nitpick on their faults. CCC, they have attached to wealth. CC, they're getting angry. See, they're this and they're that. So because of not understanding the value of the holy name. And so these Yamdavtas also thought, What's the big deal about saying Narayana, Narayana, but whole life he has committed sins, then how can he be absolved of all his sins? Naturally, you think, we'll uh, exactly talk like the materialistic people who say, Bhagal Mitsuri, Ram Panam. What is the use? <clears throat> so, that's why Yamaraja is telling that it's not something ordinary to chant the holy name of the Lord. Because to come close to Krishna itself is such a difficult thing. Those who are very, very, whose minds are completely engrossed in material things will not even feel like going, visiting a temple. They'll feel so bored. Who, what? And even if you take them to the temple, they'll not see the Vigraha, beautiful form of the Lord. Instead, they'll be looking at the architecture. They'll be looking at all other things what these other devotees are doing, what are all the people who came there are doing. And this is what their, their minds will not be attracted to the deity form. So, how to bring, uh, uh, you know, completely, so when you are forgetful of Krishna, then that spiritual things will not even be in, of any interest at all. And that's how, most of, on top of that, we have an educational system which says that you have to be secular. Don't bring religion into education. Maybe in the U.S. it's not so bad. They, they're, they are following real secularism. Everybody come and maybe there it's like that. But in India, they are following wrong secularism by saying following atheism. No need to talk about God only, because all uh, are different different religions. I don't know. There's some who got uh, you know who had these bright ideas. Socialist people. Mm, who are left-leaning people who brought this idea of secularism. And because of that, the younger generation has no interest only. They don't believe in God. And not, you know, they find it very boring, all the spiritual things. So how, I mean, and um, so then that is why he's saying, devotional service beginning with the chanting of the holy name of the Lord, is the ultimate religious principle for the living entity in human society. Somehow, you know, even by force, you listen to the holy name, then it is like you're coming in touch with Krishna and he's purifying. 
uh, you know, even whether and then disturbs. If somebody is very disturbed by hearing the holy name, that is very good because that means that they, they are, you know, they are quite sensitive and they are reacting to Krishna's presence. Uh, if they are very dull and sleepy and they, nothing affects them, you keep chanting. <laughs> I'm in my own world. I don't even. It doesn't affect me. Then they are sleeping, really sleeping and dull. You have to chant more and more and give them lots of prasadam. Prabhupada said, up to the neck, feed them. I mean, especially those who came to discuss with them. You know, some who were totally in Maya will keep on asking the same way. Then Prabhupada will look at his disciples and they will understand what he says, what he means. So immediately they'll invite him, come, come, have prasadam. <laughs> no use talking to them anymore. So those who, uh, so we have other ways of also purifying people. But the most, I mean, um, I mean, how much can you eat after some time? But the holy name you can hearing. So we try to push in as much, I mean, spread the holy name, put the sound out in the atmosphere so that, you know, people can catch it in their ears. They can't miss it. And you know, they can't do anything. They have to allow the holy names to enter them for years. And then it goes inside their hearts and keeps cleansing them. And this is the ultimate religious principle because you come here in this material world just so that finally you can go back to Godhead. That is our purpose of life. And... Hmm, as stated in the previous dharma, Bhagavatam, real religious principles are Bhagavata dharma. It is not for they normally, you know, the four purushartas are dharma, artha, kama, moksha. Those who think only this material world is for enjoyment. But then, they, okay, they are ready to follow religious principles. They think religion is for, you perform religious principles, dharma, then you will get lots of money, artha, then you enjoy yourself, kama. And finally, at the end of life, you get liberation from all this. So that is all they think. It's all about myself. I and my enjoyment, and I'll do a little bit tax I pay to the government so that I can get all the benefits. And it has so many lifetimes we have passed in this kind of, you know, just going around following superficial religion. This is all superficial religious principles. It has nothing to do with our eternal benefits for the soul. The soul is just sleeping and thinking it is this body and trying to enjoy through the body. Contaminated consciousness. And how do we wake up? We are somehow, we are very, very fortunate that we have come across this Hare Krishna mantra. That means we have woken up. And now, not fully woken up, but at least we have woken up enough to think that I have to get up <laughs> you know, at least we are not sleeping yet and then, you know, we think that um, Bhagavatam says Dharma Projita Kaitavo Atra there are no cheating religious systems what are the cheating religious systems which say that it's okay to just enjoy this world through different, different processes and just have you know, uh, worship of the Lord as simply uh, an add-on, you know. That is cheating, cheating religion. Because it doesn't tell you about the ultimate, your real ultimate benefit. It is, you know, keeping you uh, sleeping, dreaming. 
which is telling you that keep dreaming, have nice dreams, sweet dreams. They wish people, right? Have good night, sweet dreams. What is that? That is cheating. Why should you dream? I am a devotee will never say, we may say, okay, dream about Krishna, that is nice. But we won't say, okay, enjoy, think that you are enjoying yourself in the dream. What is use of that? We want people to wake up to reality should be very nice. And so, Bhagavatam says, the supreme religion is that which teaches its followers how to love the supreme personality of Godhead was beyond the reach of experimental knowledge. So that is real religion because it talks about our eternal thing, that, that which is auspicious for us permanently, not some temporary things, which are anyway not, not, I mean, I mean, everything is very temporary. Such a religious system, which is not a cheating religion, begins with Tannamagrahana, chanting of the holy name of the Lord. And after chanting and dancing in ecstasy, when gradually, so it is not some imaginary thing. When you chant and dance, keep doing that, then one day we will see the Lord face to face. And that Lord who's always all along been with us, it's not that suddenly he appears, he's always here, but we are not seeing him. And one fine day he will say, hey fool, see I am here only. And we can actually see him. All these days, imagine, I never saw you. Why was I so unfortunate? We'll feel that. Why didn't I see you earlier? You are right here. And we can see him and we can see his pastimes and then understand. His leelas will happen in our heart, just like television. You know, we can actually see leelas of Krishna happening. And we can understand his qualities. What is the, you know, sweet qualities of the Lord. And that is so attractive. The pure devotees are always talking and meditating only on the Lord. They don't feel the need to meditate of anything else. No sense gratification. Nothing can attract them because they are so lost. It's like, you know, in material world, people, they sit in front of a TV serial, they are addicted to Nothing in the world can shake them. Nobody can sleep and or uh, ask their attention. So, oh, Leelas are always fascinating. Even in Maya, people are fascinated by Leelas. But in Krishna consciousness, sadhus, seeing the Lord, imagine how much they'll be glued to seeing the Leelas of the Lord, which are eternal. And so, that is... Uh, then, after chanting the holy name of the Lord and dancing, one gradually sees the form of the Lord, the pastimes of the Lord, and the transcendental qualities of the Lord. This way, one fully understands the situation of the personality of God. Imagine if we can understand, this is the situation, this is the person, is absolutely true. He is not, I mean, until then, because we cannot catch him with our uh, limited material understanding through the mind and senses, we cannot experience them. We can only experience when we understand I'm not the body, I'm not the mind, I'm soul. And by chanting the names of Krishna, we gradually understand that Krishna and the holy name are the same. And our chanting becomes pure and we are uh, not thinking of anything material. And in that purified heart, when we are reaching out to Krishna, 
chanting the names purely, then Krishna reveals himself. Okay, see, I'm here. And that is so subtle. So we have to cleanse. How much cleansing is required from this gross state when we can see only serial things and we cannot see Krishna at all. And we have to cleanse and cleanse and cleanse until they become so subtle that we can also see subtle form of the Lord. And all these things. This way man fully understands. Prabhupada used to question. How many of you in the G, among the GBCs, man, how many of you actually believe that Krishna is there? If you, if you are always aware Krishna is there, then you will be fearless. You will be without any anxiety. You will never do any mistake. Because you know He is there. And whenever you have a doubt, you will just meditate on Him or ask Him. And uh, so, how many, I mean, so that is the state we have to be in to actually believe the Lord is there. And then we won't have any anxiety at all. Because all I have to do is chant and pray to Him. And whatever He says, okay, I will accept it. What says is perfect because He is the Supreme. And so that this way one fully understands the situation of the personality of Godhead. One can come to this understanding of the Lord, how He descends into the material world, how He takes His birth, and what activities He performs. But one can know this only by executing devotional service. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, Bhaktiya Maham Abhijanati. Simply, by devotional service, one can understand everything about the Supreme Lord. That's all. So simple. By doing practical devotional service is more important. That is why bhakti is independent of jnana and vairagya. For the other processes to follow jnana, jnana yoga, jnana yoga, uh, or um, karma yoga, all these, we need some knowledge. Otherwise, you know, we will not be able to progress. We need to know why we have to do all these things. What body, what is the mind, what is the intelligence without knowing all that, you know or what is the Atma, at least theoretically will not be able to perform those things and we need some so otherwise we'll be you know, we'll, we'll be attracted by materials and gratification but Bhakti alone even if you don't have any knowledge, simply you engage people you know, okay, of course Prabhupada said give everything, A, B, C, D Association, book distribution, uh, C is for um, chanting and D is for diet, asadam. All four you have to give. But, suppose, uh, I mean, uh, I mean they are doing all these things, but they don't know very much about the beginning. You know, they don't know. Or they don't, but still, by doing this practical service, so much of cleansing happens, happens. And then simultaneously we are giving knowledge also. They are able to understand that knowledge. Because in the beginning, no point in giving a knowledge, a lot of knowledge. Just, you know, you can't digest it. You should have the capacity to digest, right? If you are hungry and your liver is functioning very nicely, then all the food that you eat, you will feel real relief by eating because your, your body also gets nourished. But if there is no digesting power. Simply stuffing ourselves with food is not going to make us strong. In the same way, when people first come, you can't just stuff things that we give lots of knowledge to them and then they will become, 
immediately, uh, you know, very quickly they will progress. They have to, they can take only as much as they are capable of at the moment, how much ever they have woken up. And so, that is why Prabhupada said, everybody who came to the temple, send them to do some service, go wash the pots. That's very nice. Because then he said, you cleans the, you know, all the black suit, those days, they were using firewood and uh, so on. So the vessels used to get black on the bottom and if you scrape it out with my nice, you know, cleansing and washing with the brush, uh, really, uh, you know, use your thing to remove all the dirt. Then he said, simultaneously, your heart is getting cleansed because that work is not ordinary work, it's doing for Krishna. So, the more we engage in practical services, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, serve the Vaishnavas. Serving Vaishnavas is more important than serving me. Krishna says that. You know, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, when Canto, uh, in the solar eclipse time, uh, in uh, when all the um, people from Dwarka, from Hastinapura, from Vrindavana, they all came, and a lot of other places also, many kings, they came to Kurukshetra, and because Krishna was there, everybody came, so they also came. And that time, Krishna was, um, you know, revealing uh, to, he was talking to all the devotees, saying that worship of my pure devotees is more important than worshipping me. So, that is why uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also said, how to make progress? He said, Stan I mean, because the people from Kulinagram, they told the Lord, every year they would come and stay four months with them, and then while going back, they would say, Oh my Lord, now we are going back six months, one month, in the eagerness to see the Lord. They were all together, duty association, day in and day out, and then they would reach there for four months. They were with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, day in and day out, just glued to the Lord. Then after that one month, then they will walk back to Bengal. But then they were they had wonderful memories and they would discuss with one another while traveling. So six months of the year, very nice advancement. After that, you know, we have our families and material business, all these things. How to make progress? So he said, chant Hare Krishna and serve Vaishnavas. Very practical. So serving Vaishnavas means that. Service itself means that without expecting anything in return. If it's a business relationship, it's not service. But in the material world, they say, oh, we are waiting to serve you. And, you know, if it's airlines or any hospitality, they'll say, please let us serve you again. But that service is simply, they want to make money, so it's not really service. Service means that you just want to serve for the sake of pleasing Krishna and making spiritual advice. So if we do whatever menial service it may be, or it may be very, um, whatever service, it may be in the matter of, uh, you know, in spiritual activities like preaching or something, or it may be just washing clothes or cooking, like that. That doesn't matter. It is only the mood of, because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself showed by example, and as a boy, Nimai Pandit, he would go to the, he was always by the bank of Ganga, right from his childhood. And 
as a young uh, boy also he would go there and all the vaishnavas would be bathing when he was very small he was very very naughty and go and harass all the people and uh, have fun along with his friends the only people who were really enjoying themselves was he and his friends and the other people also enjoyed but they were the um, uh, they were at the receiving end of chaitanya mahaprabhu's pranks and then as a uh, i mean you do all kinds of things you go under the water and pull all brahmanas were standing there do- doing gayatri and then um, he would uh, pull their legs and uh, then you know they get a jerk and a shock and all that then uh, they would bathe and come out and then he will throw mud on them again make them dirty make them go and bathe again or he will have water in his mouth and he will uh, you know spit on them all kinds of things and for uh, young girls he would put okra seeds on their hair okra uh, lady's finger seeds that will get stuck in their hair and you can't even remove it and then they come to worship uh, you know um, what do you call the uh, lord shiva and parvati for getting a good husband no uh, yes a good husband or even vishnu and then he will go and eat up all those things and say i am only vishnu you worship me and then they will be um, you know um, he, they, some of them will they don't know who he is so they'll say no no what is this nimai will bottle your parents come to know and all that then whoever refuses to worship him then he'll say okay i curse you that you may be the seventh wife of a 50 year old man and such curses and then they'll get frightened then they'll worship him and say okay now i bless you all to get a very nice handsome young man who'll take care of you and like that so he was having great fun and later as a teenager he was also very uh, respectful to vaishnavas even though he used to debate with them and uh, defeat them that was a past time but he also would go there and all the vaishnavas when they went to bathe all the clothes which were there when he was a child what he would do he would just mix up the ladies and the um, uh, you know uh, the gentlemen and uh, all the prabhus and mataji's clothes he would mix them up put this there and the, uh, you know uh, male clothes near the ladies and the ladies clothes near them and totally embarrassed them they came to dry themselves and wear so all those pranks he did and laugh like anything amusedly seeing their faces mm. ah. this one Hare Krishna. So, Hare Krishna. Sorry. We lost you for some time. What? We lost Pardon? you for like a half yeah, a minute. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I muted it for a second. Okay. Um, so, he would do all kinds of, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, the, uh, pranks he would play. 
and then as he uh, but of course he was always uh, respectful to Vaishnavas and then what he would do that um, uh, when he grew a little older so, so the Vaishnavas will be bathing and he would take the clothes and wash it you know in the river and then dry it on the grass because uh, is so high up and uh, you know it can easily dry up in no time but dhotis and the, um, so on and uh, then before they come he would even take them out and fold it nice, nicely and give it to them and then after that whatever bags they had he would take it in a hand especially if it was very heavy then he would say I will reach you home and will carry it and very very respectfully go and give it to them so he showed, and later on when he was in Puri um, and all that, or even before when he started the Sankirtan, especially in Puri, when all the devotees would arrive, he would personally take care of all the devotees, he would personally serve prasadam to all of them. And he will tell them, eat, eat, but they will all put their hand on top of their food and wait. Until Lord Chaitanya starts eating, we will not eat. And then he'll force them to sit down and also start eating. But he loved to serve the devotees. And he was set, setting an example as a devotee, ideal devotee. So, service to devotees, we can make rapid advancement. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's instructions. Chant Hare Krishna, serve Vaishnavas. Find some way. If nothing, just call up and say, how are you doing? Are you alright? Your health is good? Especially if they're not fine. Then they feel very good. Oh, I played for you. I hope you're, uh, uh, you know, you're fine. Uh, like that. Something, you know, we can always find some ways to please Vaishnavas. Sometimes it may be just mental support, making them happy. Just a smile also might be a very good service to make cheer up devotees. You know, everybody uh, feels so happy to just to see a smiling face. It makes them, you know, because a smile conveys affection, love. The smile should come from the eye also. It's a plastic smile, but a smile is actually the soul giving love, warmth to other people. So, just smiling at devotees, at everyone, and um, wishing them and that itself is a very good service, <laughs> you know, when you go to the temple, for example, and we may want to be able to come and wish us, or we are looking for some, uh, you know, people we know with whom we can go and talk, and then we think, oh, I don't know any of these people, but they're all Vaishnavas, and if nothing, if they're all new devotees, then very good, even then you can go and wish them Hare Krishna, um, may I help you? Uh, do you need anything? How do you like this temple? Something. Always in this way. Of course, he said Vaishnava means everyone, not just only guru and only senior uh, uh, devotees, nothing like that. Because three times the same question was asked, how do I recognize a Vaishnava? And the first time he said, any Vaishnava who even chants one time the name Krishna is a Vaishnava and you should serve him. And so that is a neophyte devotee. Madhyama, he said, next time he said, anyone who is preaching my glories to others, he is a Vaishnava and you should serve him. And the third time he said, anyone, just by seeing them, you feel like chanting Hare Krishna, Uttam Adhikari, you should serve him. So all levels of devotees should be served. We don't have to think, oh, this is just a junior devotee, he's full of faults. What's the use of serving such a person? No. Krishna says that, I mean, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that 
anybody who is connected with krishna if we do with that proper understanding that uh you know i want to uh, serve, serve him serve him or her just to satisfy krishna then krishna is so happy that he will elevate our consciousness so it is very very practical bhakti it is all about engaging in services uh, by which we can uh, you know please the lord that's all it is and then automatically he reveals he gives us more knowledge more in, uh, you know detachment from sense gratification and uh, the, all those corollaries happen and also fulfillment whatever material desires we are still lingering krishna knows how to adjust it so that you can fulfill it in a very serving mood be uh, in a devotional mood uh, we don't get again stuck up in maya he, he knows how to fulfill devotee's desires so that the devotee doesn't fall down does not does not degrade himself but he turns that desire itself into a devotional service that krishna does so only we have to you know just satisfy him and please him and these are very simple things starting with chanting his holy names doing some devotional service serving the vaishnavas and sharing this knowledge with others that's all chaitanya mahaprabhu made our life so simple he didn't ask for too many material austerity suffering to there is enough suffering in kaliyuga that is our purification he he says tolerate be tolerant more, more tolerant than a blade of uh, more tolerant than a tree you have to be tolerant in kaliyuga you cannot survive otherwise and more humble than a blade of grass because everybody is very puffed up in kaliyuga and they have got the pulsing goes are very very fine tuned now if you anything you say there anything and they suspect that you're actually commenting on them or criticizing them or putting them down finish they'll just pounce or if they can't it you cannot you have to be very very humble and nityananda prabhu has shown us how to preach to people he said you're all wonderful intelligent people please i'm just requesting you Uh, you know follow the instructions of krishna bolo krishna bajo krishna kolo krishna shiksha that's all and he put a straw between us please i am lower than all of you please i'm like an animal you're all very great please accept this krishna's instructions yes and then they were so touched then people are ready to accept if you go and try to tell them hey fool what you're doing you're a total ignorance you think you're very great huh? you're not see if you talk i mean anything suggestive of this it may not be it may be subtle also we may think that you know i know so much and they don't know anything and we are in that mood nobody is going to they get angry with us so we have to be very very i mean really become very humble within and um, be very tolerant and give all respect to others and don't demand any respect for yourself because why do you need respect you are glorious anyway and you don't need some validation that is what when you because we we are serving krishna everybody who is part and parcel of krishna is respectable and we also as part and parcel of krishna we are glorious i mean but we appear to feel that he is worst of the lot that's another thing because of his excessive love for krishna he thinks that i'm not at all a good devotee 
you know i'm i'm the lowest everybody else is serving him better than me because of excessive love for krishna just like you know parents sometimes feel you know and they've grown up i've been a very lousy parent i've not done enough for my children at all parents feel that and maybe true also but also even they have done parents would have done some good also but they feel i really wish i'd given much more to my children why they feel like that because out of love so in the same way out of love krishna what a horrible devotee i am i've never done, i mean i've not given my best and all others are doing much better than me that a pure devotee feels but he doesn't feel that he needs to be glorified you if we are connected with krishna will be satisfied that i am not uh, you know uh, somehow there is the need to be glorified is not there because we are krishna uh, i mean we are uh, krishna needs to be glorified and as automatically prabhupada says it's like you know we are like gold and in a pure devotee like on gold if there is diamond sitting on that then the diamond looks beautiful gold also looks beautiful so if we are serving krishna we are also glorified along with him how can we be otherwise if we, are, we can't be i mean if we are really low class we can't be with krishna so if we are serving him then we feel okay i'm doing whatever is my best and even if people do not recognize will not feel the urge oh why no one is recognizing what i'm doing because whatever we are doing is wonderful and lord recognizes and all the great devotees will recognize all the guru recognizes that's more than enough but you will get also it's not that if somebody is really serving krishna from the it will be known in the beginning even if it's not known krishna will reveal krishna likes to glorify his devotees and he will make it known see my devotee um, how great he is he will create situations by which people will know about the worth of a devotee so we don't have to try to reveal to the world about our devotees whatever it is whatever services we would do uh, you know we, we it can be between the lord and us and eventually everybody will i mean it satisfies everyone also yes major uh, and that's why we have the philosophy that you just water the roof and the whole tree gets nourished everyone part and parcel of krishna everybody is nourished and they feel happy with the devotee so that is all we have to work towards even our family and whoever is close to us we try to please them they are never pleased somehow i mean this is the truth when you are in maya some amount of pleasure happens and we think oh very nice i have them they have me we are so happy with one another but it is not real it is it is just some fantasy situation due to some good karma krishna arranges but in reality in without being connected to krishna everyone was just selfish that's the fact Yeah, however you might think you know they love me and i love them and that is all just conditional and all situations are nice they'll be nice to you you'll be nice to them the minute there is some reversal then you'll know the true colors that is the truth in material life but if we connect with krishna i mean if, among uh, when you're really connected with krishna and you see others also and as belonging to krishna 
then it's not conditional love. It is always unconditionally. Whatever you may be, whether you did for me or did not do for me, because you're part and parcel of Krishna, I never, I can never disconnect from you. We are all connected. So that is real love, unconditional love, no conditions. And that is real. It lasts forever. And whether the situation is good or bad, you'll always love each other. So that is what we have to work towards, unconditional love. And starting with unconditional love for Krishna. And that starts with chanting Hare Krishna. Chanting with unconditionally, without asking him things. You know, one thing, we should be very, very grateful to Krishna for all that he, you have given us. Really, if you go through all everything that happens, moment by moment, every day also, there are so many situations we take for granted. Krishna keeps on doing. And other thing, I mean, if it hadn't happened that way, we might have, you know, mind-boggling. So many difficult situations saves us from. So many blessings he heaps on us. And we take it for granted. We think, yeah, I deserve it. That's it. We think, I, I, I deserve it. Grateful to him. And, um, but if we are always grateful and mindful that he is doing, and we don't ask him for anything. We know that we are just thanking him and we are always aware of him. Krishna himself will take care of us and he knows our desires also. We don't have to tell him. He knows much better than us. He is inside our hearts and he knows everything about us inside out. So why we need to trouble, take the trouble of telling him anything? We, we should only cry to him, please connect me with you. I'm suffering because of not being connected to you and not serving you, not having the proper mood. I'm completely the slave of my mind. Please, Krishna, connect me to you. That's all we should ask while chanting. And that will take care of everything in our life and make our life very, very successful. And also the, all the people connected with us. That is the beauty. Because it's the most selfless thing. Because the minute you connect with Krishna, it will benefit everyone around you. All your family members, all the friends and all the relatives and whoever you come across. Because you're, if you're carrying the Lord in your heart and you're connected, then whatever you do will be very beneficial for them also. Somehow, um, whatever, uh, you know, they come in touch with you, they will hear about Krishna, they will, uh, they will all benefit. So, actually, that is the greatest service we are doing for everyone. And it's out of ignorance. People think that, oh, they became a sadhu now, only chanting. They don't even bother about us. But that is not true. Reality is, when you start chanting and surrendering to Krishna, then only you really love people. Because, unconditional, you don't want anything from them. You want to serve. So, this is the beautiful message of Yamaraja because the Hopi name is everything and every day the excitement and joy in our life every day is when we wake up and we look forward chanting the names of the Lord better in a better way so that I can connect with them maybe today Krishna will pull me a little more up above my Maya above all the illusion that I'm attached to and make me understand how he is there, is the reality. 
and by connecting to him my life will become much more peaceful happy and i can really be a source of happiness and good for everyone around me so that's um holy name is what we should be really meditating on and depending on for everything even for material happiness i mean krishna prabhupada says the minimum that you'll get out of chanting hari krishna is peace and prosperity those who don't want anything else only that that also they will get and those who want something higher they will also get finally but it will be a very long time but we achieve we want only krishna prem and krishna's lotus feet then it's a whole package everything is included in that without asking only everything will become peaceful and happy but we will be attached to krishna's lotus feet and not to sense gratification okay very much hari krishna are there any questions or comments Hare Krishna Mataji, please accept my humble obeisances or verification. Please accept my humble obeisances. Thank you Mataji for a wonderful nectar in class and uh, every time you know, uh, pressing on the devotional service and you know, qualities to maintain. Uh, it really makes us to think and, and so like you give know, a good example of uh, the uh, Bollywood actress, actor uh, Amitabh Bachchan. Yeah, but <laughs> I just want to correlate this thing. Like, if you know, we know he's more successful, everything. But I'm like, we know that he's also going to be diminished one or the other day. Uh, as for the law of material uh, law of nature or uh, whatever his destination, but. uh you uh and he came to this birth maybe with this success or uh whatever he is at present krishna has definitely some some uh, or maybe he must have done some really really good deeds which krishna has blessed him uh in this life but with further like and i know i think they are also good devotees but they are not a devotee but they are good bhaktas uh, i cannot define this but they are believing god you know that family but at the same time you know uh, you mentioned uh, devotional service will uh, krishna will take care of everything once you acknowledge and once you do this devotional service practical devotional service krishna will um, give everything or do everything for you so at the same time on the other side you know we know uh, success is because of maybe previous life deed or some punya karma but then how uh, like we can correlate uh, this example with the uh, another spiritual quote what you gave uh, <clears throat> like then uh naturally one patient comes then uh, like there is no devotional service so krishna has gifted so much you know uh, like as of now even at the age of 80 he is walking like a you know 50, 50 he is at 50 you know? uh, so then who are you talking about oh amita bachan 
I guess I just told him there is no thing in your chart uh, for marriage again. And he was a preacher and all that. He was doing that, but still, you know, he was, he wanted to get married, but he said, okay, I will completely engross. He 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 didn't feel sad or anything. He was thinking, okay, Krishna wants, I will do that, but still, because he did that very sincerely, then, you know, somehow he met a person on the internet, a devotee, and he married her. But that marriage was only, I mean, like, you know, he fulfilled his desire and she was nice according to the way she wanted, he wanted, but it was all, I mean, they were doing emotional service wonderfully with each other, I mean, together. So, when you are thinking of Krishna's service, then that material desire which he fulfills will not just make you forget him and just indulge in sense gratification, but he will help you, it will help you to serve him better. So, that is the difference. Whereas another pious karmi, okay, you do pujas, then you'll get a nice wife and then you'll get married and he will think of enjoying himself nicely and then that's it, it doesn't help him make spiritual progress. So that is the difference. Amitabh Bachchan, he has not done for Krishna, he has done, okay, he may be, uh, you know, giving charities, I don't know what he does and he believes in God and all that. So maybe he'll get another life of uh, still attached to acting and all that, maybe in his next life also he'll be an actor. That's all, but it is material and he's still here in this material world, totally forgetful of Krishna, you know, and his eternal relationship with him. Whereas another pure devotee, he may also, maybe his karma doesn't allow him, I mean, he doesn't have a very good karma, but if he does devotional service, and he has this desire, Krishna will fulfill it at the stage where he is not thinking of sense gratification, but he has a devotional attitude of pleasing Krishna and serving Krishna. Then his desire will get fulfilled and at the same time, he will also go back to Godhead, like Dhruva Maharaja. Dhruva Maharaja had this impossible dream, getting a kingdom bigger than uh, or greater than Brahma's, and Brahma is the uh, king of this whole universe. Now, what to give greater than that? But Krishna knew how to do it, and he fulfilled all his desires because Dromaraja had completely become uh, sold out to, uh, you know, uh, in a devotional mood. He was seeing Krishna, and he was full of devotion. That is when he got it. You see, it doesn't happen like for a karmi. It happens in a different way. Yeah, thank you, Mataji, for uh, its for the nice explanation. So, yeah, thanks, Hare Krishna. Thank you. Hare Krishna Mataji, Madhanath Pranam to you. Uh, 
That is mm. solace to the heart because uh, any time we are in any situation, you know, uh, although we should not ask anything from Krishna, but at the same time, uh, you know, uh, just keep him in 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 our consciousness, Krishna, Radha, Rani, in our consciousness. So that way, you know, we um, can uh, keep ourselves protected by the holy name. Mm. So otherwise. Uh, earlier before we joined iskon how many times we did you take krishna's name we never took the name although that time mm-hmm. it was also kali yuga we were living in kali yuga because it started for a long time and uh, so you know that's really uh, that thought was coming to me uh, you know when you were talking about the chanting that uh, that is really uh, you know it's not like just any other name we get uh, we get connected to krishna so uh, Yes, Mataji. So, Mataji, my question. I was, I was thinking that you know, when we are chanting, uh, this is really, I would say, the disease of the mind of my own. That uh, you know, like actually, the mind stays concentrated. You know, in a certain task I'm doing. You know, I'm doing some organizing or some cleaning. But the moment I start chanting, the mind becomes so active, and it thinks of so many things that I have to literally, you know, tell myself I have to sit in one place. see the watch in front you know like make sure i don't go overboard with the time or you know don't go very fast or very slow like my round is not too slow and then of course while sitting uh, and chanting especially after we've had prasadam you know you know it's like you feel sleepy even the mala drops in the bag you know mm. happen you know and i know it happens mostly when we chant a little later in the day then still you're more alert but there in the morning you have other duties you know like uh, cooking and all that so we can't just do everything uh, all the chatting in the brahmo time this mind chattering uh, chattering going on uh, more when we pick up it clearly shows that maya has uh, you know so much prabhav that it wants to just constantly waver away but if we do some other task we are not chatting that time it doesn't do so much the mind doesn't uh, disturb so much so uh, you know uh, Like help us to explain. Just explain how we can, uh, you know, in the sense that how do you deal with this? Maybe you don't deal with it, Madhuri, but I'm really dealing with it. So no. it can be helpful. See, your grandfather said, really works. He says, neglect the mind. Just it keeps chattering like a, you know, like a child which is very naughty and just is on misbehaving. Then you just ignore it, and it becomes. you know starts behaving properly so in the same way and the mind will come up with so many things just ignore it everything that goes above your you know above your ear just ignore okay what's coming from there just ignore and only hear the sound and that's it then the sound from the mouth chaitanya mahaprabhu also says put the ghee that is the holy name with the tongue the wooden spoon into the ear which is the yagna kunda and the ghee goes where it goes into the heart 
and that is where it starts fire is burning yagna is happening so that is all we should be aware of just hear the holy names and you'll feel then you'll feel very happy joyful when you're chanting mind if you just ignore the mind anything that is coming messages about the earth don't pay heed to it and the heart is different heart will come when we are listening to the holy names then you'll be inspired in the heart that is different but anything coming from uh, that is coming from the mind above the ear thinking that is from the mind and just ignore it and just keep listening to the holy name you have to take an effort and in the beginning it may sound mechanical because we if the, as long as we don't have a taste for the holy name you know we'll feel bored to listen but you should nevertheless continue praying to chaitanya dedicate every uh, every mala to one of the panchatatvas and chant with you know attention just hearing chanting loudly chanting loudly is very important don't just murmur or something chant loudly and hear the holy names and with your eyes open and only hearing because if you close your eyes mind will become active you know sometimes we think i'll hear with greater attention and you close your eyes and all kinds of thoughts will come all images also but open your eyes doesn't matter but hear put all your energy in the sense of hearing then uh, you will find you know your mind is becoming more and more peaceful controlled and you become so happy to chant the holy names this is the only way you can control the mind thank you so much mata ji mata ji also you said that uh, for krishna lord chaitanya uh, you know serving devotees is very important mm. right yeah so what what i understand is that uh, uh, one reason only i understand this aspect that that because the devotees are serving krishna so krishna is very pleased with them so because krishna is pleased with those devotees and we are serving them then krishna is pleased with us also otherwise there's no question of being pleased with us because you know we are just uh, somehow the other we came into movement and you know half the family members are not not only devotees and nobody wants to listen you know and we have to be so selective about you know uh, careful about who to associate and prasadam has to be arranged so much has to be done when you know the whole family is not devotee so uh, yeah like uh, uh, but it's very wonderful to see you know um, uh, mata ji's prabhu ji's husband wife devotees serving and uh, uh, you know it's like a sometimes I feel like going and staying with <laughs> you know mataji prabhuji is both are serving uh, uh, seeing the houses like a vaikuntha i'm 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 assuming but mm. yes uh, like so i mean is this the only reason i mean to say is this the only reason for uh, you know uh, why krishna is happy or there's an, uh, some other reason also which you know you said in the class maybe there's something else you can emphasize on so we can uh, serve more 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 we can serve because we want to uh, make ourselves krishna when krishna is happy everyone is happy all around uh, every or relatives are happy family happy and we also become happy so let us talk a little bit more what uh, mata ji or is this the only reason 
Ah, the reason is yes. Anybody, if you think that oh, they chanted the name of Krishna, so they are a devotee. And with that idea, you think of them as devotees, and you serve them, then Krishna is very pleased. Whoever it may be, even the devotee, you should not. But uh, in a mental way, you think oh, the devotee has got so many faults. Is not even a devotee. If you think like that, and then it won't have effect. We should see. The good in people, and even if they only once in their life chant Hare Krishna, and then you want to help them in some way, thinking that oh Krishna, they are, they've got some connection with Krishna, and so I will help them. Then it will benefit us because I mean why we are showing concern to them is only because of their connection to Krishna. I mean, did I answer you? Yes, Mataji. So, like, otherwise, you know, um, uh, sometimes what happens when we are doing this, then the people who are non-devotees also think, you know, that oh, she's so busy in a Krishna conscious life, or her devotees being the only thing, and you know, she's running around and only taking care of devotees. She doesn't care about family or anything else. So they kind of, uh, you know, leave you, uh, leave you alone. In a way, it's good. I mean, uh, you know, but they think like that. So, uh, in the sense that, uh, how to uh, change their mindset in the sense, or just don't bother about it. You can't change their mindset. Yeah. And they are what they are. You are what you are. <laughs> so they will naturally find fault. All non-devotees will will think like that about devotees. What are they doing? They are not. They'll try to find some fault. It's okay. You should not mind that, because it doesn't matter. Why do you want their approval? You be nice to them. You cannot please everyone. Okay. We want to please Krishna, and Krishna can change their hearts if he wants. So don't try to please everybody. Can't. Yes. You do whatever you think is right. That's all. You be nice to them, but then you can't stop them from thinking whatever they are thinking. You have to do what is right, isn't it? Even that that holds good even for materialists. If they start worrying about what that one is saying, this one is saying, you'll go crazy. You have to do what you think is right. Maybe if some somebody gives a healthy criticism, I mean something uh, like you know to help you. We can be open to that, but ultimately we have to. We are not going the public opinion of a popularity. Never do something to become popular. You can never be really popular. There is nothing called popularity. That is just you know superficial. If you feel that may be due to attachment, you want to you want to retain all your old friends and you know that they think nice of you and all that. But you can't because once you become a devotee, then they feel their value system is different. How will they appreciate you? Their value system is something else. So you cannot. In spite of that, they may not agree with you. They may find fault with you, but still, they they may still be nice to you because they like you. Otherwise, don't get try to get approval from everyone. You can't. So yeah, so um, something we have got to do with them. Just preach, preach to them. That's all. 
No, if they ask you about it, then you say, I am taking care of everyone. And, uh, I'm serving Krishna is actually is, is very good for everyone, for my family also, and they understand. So I'm also giving time to them, and uh, we need to do our eternal relationship with Krishna also. So they are saying it in Maya, so what, if they are convinced, it's very good for them. Otherwise, and they will always have this thing to say about devotees. They cannot understand. So, some of them will be really appreciative. Actually, they may be appreciative also. Some of them. But those very close family members, they think, oh, you're not giving me time enough. I'm just running around. So that is because of attachment. Now you can't do anything about it. You can do whatever you can and finally they will appreciate. Maybe not immediately, but if you go by your convictions, then they will appreciate. And you'll be able to make them also into devotees. <coughs> Thank you, Mataji. So, Mataji, I just wanted to ask you, like, uh, this is not connected to class. Um, even the previous question was not like, uh, uh, even you have children, right, Mataji? Yes, I have two sons. So, Mataji, uh, like, uh, there are some parents whose situation is such that, you know, the child will be dependent all night. You know, there are different disabilities are there. And sometimes the child, you know, parents are aiming at... Uh, our child becomes financially independent and then it doesn't matter we live or die they can survive on the, uh, on the planet on their own you know so but <coughs> some people have a different situation where you know sometimes old people or family members siblings you know they're dependent because of some physical mental other disabilities are there right mm. so, so Mataji like uh, how to understand this that uh, you know like how we can uh, you know especially when we talk to materialistic people they are like you know, they're, uh, they're settling their children, their children are getting independent, <coughs> and especially in USA, you know, they quickly, uh, uh, you know, uh, kids get very independent very fast, you know, they, the moment they're like 18, you know, they're out in the college, and from college they go straight to their jobs, and they're pretty mm -hmm. much on their own, they take their own apartments, even at the age of 18, 19, they're living independently by doing some jobs, uh, some parents mm -hmm. have thrown them out, and you know, th that situation is there, of course, but not so much in the Indian community staying here like that. But my question mm. is like, uh, in the sense that, uh, uh, I mean, how do we uh, make ourselves strong by thinking that like our child situation is not like that? You mm. know, how can Krishna consciousness help in a situation where we know that the child cannot get uh, financially independent or, you know, can survive on its own. Uh, it's totally dependent on us till our old age or till we are alive, you know. Uh, how can we build that spiritual strength inside us uh, in a situation like that? Yeah, the That's spiritual strength will come when we become very, very convinced about the temporalness of this material world and we are focused on going back to God. That is the most important thing. We have to be fully convinced. If we have one leg here and one leg there, then we'll always be a little disturbed. But we have to be fully, fully convinced that and this life is only meant for purifying ourselves and going back to Godhead. And depending on Krishna, that's very important. Krishna will take care. And by taking shelter of Him, 
and uh, trying to make everyone devotees as much as we can. Even that we have to depend on Krishna. So it actually makes us come closer to Krishna and Krishna will definitely take care. That is the only solace and strength for a devotee. That is why even for your material problems you can not see. We don't go to Krishna that like materialists go to Krishna only for their material problems. But devotees unconditionally we love him. But we have a problem, we can always talk to Krishna about it. Who else is there? We can tell him, Krishna, please you do, you know, I, this is my anxiety. You can tell. Maybe it is not right, but he, will, he is there to, uh, you know, address the issue, whatever it is. And you will feel, okay, I have Krishna, you will definitely take care. And you will, uh, he will give us the intelligence also, how to see situations, how to deal with it. We need Krishna very much. That's why we need to be convinced of Him being there as a person for us. Not uh, that, oh, I should not ask Him anything, so, you know, I have to just... Uh, uh, no, you can ask Him, you can talk to Him. He's the only shelter for us. And He will take care, definitely. That is the only faith and solace. Yes, Mataji. And also each one of us has been put in a certain situation with family, children, devotee, mm. non-devotee, you know, active and non-active, whatever situation devotee we are, whatever we are doing, it's, yeah. it's because, uh, because of our previous karma. Yes. But we can go above that, that's what, the only possibility to come out of that to situation is by taking shelter of Krishna and becoming very aware and, I mean, about Him and doing everything in a mood of service. Then, nothing of our circumstances can be an obstacle. Yes, and those difficulties will also keep us. He will help us overcome those obstacles. Very nice. Very positive answer. Very positive outlook, Mataji. So, thank you so much. Yes. And we have to keep, keep increasing our bhakti. You know, like... Uh, Yes. Kind of stagnant. We should see how we can further. The main thing, how we can spread this movement in our own. Hmm. Way, you know, some of us cannot do bhakti bhiksha. Some of us can do it. Uh, some hmm. of us, you know, can we can uh, do individual book distribution alone. We can go. So you know, there are so many ways to spread this out. Uh, this wonderful fruit we have of Krishna consciousness. Yeah. Thank you, Mataji. Thank you so much for all answering all the questions, and we really enjoyed your class today. Um, you know, like today was reading just the purport was not, uh, I mean, there were verses from the Bhagavad Gita we were reading, but the way you explained it made it so interesting, the Bhagavatam for us in the morning today here. Very nice. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Thank you so much, Hare Krishna. Thank you all for your patient listening. Very nice association. All of you are very sincere and serious devotees. Thank you for the opportunity to serve. Hare Krishna. Shall, uh, shall I this thing do the uh, shall we end it here I mean should I say the thing shall I yeah, march it the last minute question comment I don't know if somebody has or something uh, we have we have about 5-7 people on the call Hare Krishna Mataji such a wonderful class and explanation of chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra and question answer session, Mataji. We are so blessed to have you on our call. 
Thank you so much, Hare Krishna. Thank you very much, Hare Krishna. Okay. Shall we just... Okay. Yes, Mataji. थैंक यू सो मच माता जी हरे कृष्णा थैंक यू हरे कृष्ण